Thank you for listening to the Vic and DCES podcast. This podcast has been produced by Blaze Student Productions, a youth ministry based in Stockton, California. If you're ever interested in being a guest, please email me at PastorQ at CalvaryFirst.net. Remember, first is spelt out. Now, on to the Vic and D Says podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Vic, and we have Inez. Hi, Inez. Hey. No D with us today. He's actually getting a job. So we have actually kind of two special guests with us that are coming on today on our show to talk about is interpersonal relationships um, being destroyed by technology? And so, uh, Inez, why don't you go ahead and introduce your your friend that you brought with you? Okay. Um, I have today my friend Kim Montenegro, um, and she's an longtime friend. I won't say old. She's not old. <laughs> We're not old. She's Kim, friend. she's already calling you old right now. <laughs> she's a friend of mine from high school, so I'm super excited. Long time. Long time? <laughs> Is that just another word for old? Pretty yeah. much? It was a couple years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> just a couple. Cool. Kim, where, where are you from, Kim? I'm actually from Stockton. I serve as a, a pastor in Linden as at the Linden United Methodist Church. Oh, okay. And, um, but... Originally from Stockton. Awesome. Okay, so you're all right. That's Stockton great. Roots. How long have you been at the church there? Been there three years. Was in North Sacramento a year before that, and then um, went to seminary in Berkeley, California. Okay. All right. Cal. And then who else did you also bring, Inez? Because you have tons of friends. <laughs> I do. I'm so popular. Um, Juan, and I won't say his last name, Erichet. Juan Antonio Perez Erichet. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Wow. There yeah, there, there you go. There you go. That's right. Always <laughs> come looking for you. We yes, exactly. Juan's a friend. He's a friend. <laughs> Ron, Juan, you, where, are you going to, where are you going to college at, Juan? I'm going to be going to college at Hillsong College in Australia this coming January. Super pumped. Super okay. excited. Great. That's something new. Yeah. So, That's just throwing it out. You're just throwing yeah, it out some there. Some of my friends are going to hear that. They're going to be like, what? They're going to hit me up. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's cool. That's the perfect time to hit them up for money. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like uh, doing that. So. That's right. That's true. Cool. Well, and as you got some exciting news. You're moving. I am. 27 days, 27 days, I'm moving to Hawaii, the big island. So So what are you going to be doing in Hawaii to tell everybody? I am going to be the children's pastor at Shore Foundation Hilo in Hilo, Hawaii. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that means. Okay, exactly. I just got a little, you know, got to give a little shout out. To to the people on the the island? Yeah. Are you ready to be isolated away? That's what I told her. Yeah. I told her. She's like, are you going to get island fever? And I was like, I don't know. What is that? Instead of like Jack Nicholson popping through your door, it'll be like a dolphin or something like that. (laughs) Uh, So some like island guy or something like that. Uh, Happy okay with me? (laughs) Really? Okay. All right. Well, she's already ready. Yeah, she's ready. She's ready. Really? I don't know. I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. All right. We'll go ahead and throw it into the uh, the conversation today. What we're talking about is um, I did a statistical little study. I I read online that the average American spends seven hours on their phone a day checking Facebook. Seven hours. Seven hours. Seven hours a day on their phone. If you calculate the hours. And the question that I wanted to throw out is technology destroying interpersonal relationships. And I don't know about you, but um, Kim, you're married, correct? Yeah. Okay. How long have you been married? Almost 10 years. 10 years. Okay. So you've been married. Haven't you ever seen this where you've gone out to eat with your husband and you've seen another couple 
and one of them is like reading or not talking or paying attention, doesn't that signify that that person's married? So we debate this because I'm like, if I often I'll see couples not talking and I'm wondering, are they so comfortable that they can sit in silence together and it's not a big deal. They can eat a meal together and they're just enjoying their food and maybe they've been together all day and that silence is just enjoyable to sit in. Or maybe they silently hate each other and have nothing to talk about and rode in the car together and are just sitting there. So yeah. I think it could be it could be both. It could be that you're super comfortable with each other or you're super uncomfortable with, with each, each other. other. <laughs> and that defines marriage right there. Right. <laughs> and that defines marriage. Super uncomfortable with each other. I don't know. I just get uh, I get really uh, angry when I eat. And, and I told my wife that if I was going to go out to eat, spend the money, we have better have a conversation or let's just eat at home and order pizza and just sit in front of the TV because I always will see a couple adjacent to me and I saw one couple one time reading. They both had their own books and they were at it, Old Spaghetti Factory and they were reading. Yeah, they were reading and I was like, you're, you're, you're wasting like $35. Why don't you just go to McDonald's and get $10 dollar menu? I don't know. I don't know about that. And then, so do you consider TV technology? Because you're saying you'd feel comfortable doing it at home in front of the TV. I'm not, it's not about technology. It's about me being a cheapskate. I don't want to go out to old spaghetti factory and right, waste right. 30 bucks to watch my wife read a book when I can eat for $10. I don't okay. Know. That's just me. Quality of your food. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It is over the quantity of it. But anyway, so um, they, they spin that and I would think that a lot of people are always on their phone. I I heard a conversation when I was at Panera Bread. A husband and wife were fighting because the wife was always on her phone all the time, texting, Facebooking. Now it's like Instagram. Does everybody yeah. have oh, Instagram? I love Instagram. Right. I, just, <laughs> I just posted yesterday. You just got it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know about you, but what's the deal with Instagram and everybody eat, p- Instagramming people's food? <laughs> <laughs> it's the fat kid picture club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. It's just funny. But I think the thing is, is that um, they're Instagram. So the question is today, the topic is, is technology destroying interpersonal relationships? What do you guys think? Kim, you're the, you're, you're a, a pastor. You have a graduate degree. Throw it out there. What do you think? Well, let me expound on that topic here just for a second. Um, I think that I, I'm kind of on the fence on this one because I think especially people who've lived around the world, you guys are going to be traveling here shortly. It is a very inexpensive way if you're Skyping with yes. people from home, yeah. especially small children. Um, we have family that live out of town, and they Skype with our daughters to do bedtime stories. That's amazing. My girls, like, literally touch the screen and, like, think it's the person. Or well, they'll say, can we call, you know, Nino and Nina and, and call them on the computer so we can see them. They love that interaction. But if you were to put, like, say, a telephone up to their ear, it would just be, hello, hello. Mm-hmm. That's old. But they're really able to interact. So in, the, in some ways, I believe that it does make the world smaller. You're able to see um, things more clearly. There's recently a study out. Uh, it's called. It was a really popular TED Talk called The Demise of Guys about how men are underperforming um, and that it's a real, it's a real issue. Um written by the psychologist who did the Stanford study and one of the things, uh, Stanford prison study, um, Lombardi, uh, I put his name out because Zimbardo, that's his name, Philip Zimbardo. He, um, did a study about the demise of guys and the three things that he says that are contributing to that are one, um, violent video games. So that would be technology Two, too much porn, which most people are accessing. Through what's wrong with that? I'm just sorry. <laughs> what's wrong with that? Yeah, exactly. Boys being exposed to porn very young yeah. at home via yeah. the computer. Yeah. Yeah. And three is the lack of male role models in their life. So 
Um, on that aspect, I do see that that takes, an, you know, that is destroying interpersonal relationships. You see people who go out on dates and, they do, and they're just getting to know each other and they're still not talking. I can understand it more in a marriage yeah. of 10, 15 years, but two 20-year-olds maybe going on a date texting everybody the whole time. Well, why would you go out with each yeah. other if you're I'm spending that whole evening <laughs> yeah, exactly. with somebody else? Oh my gosh, she's so awesome. Or to, you know, like, at least wait till you get home. Yeah. Um, so to me, I see that as, as a negative, but I also see that it can bring the world closer and smaller in ways that we could have never anticipated. Right. So it's a... So you're in between. I'm kind of in between yeah. on it. I think it depends on how you're using the technology. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a tool. Like, we have technology free time at our house. Um, there's no texting. There's no nothing technological... Tech, nothing tech at the table. So during dinner time, lunch time, breakfast time, nothing that can be tech. Um, we have a certain amount of screen time that our girls can use. Those are things that we have at our house to kind of keep it in check and under control. Yeah. Okay. And you were going to say it as well. Oh, well, I think that I definitely can see the benefits of technology. Um, and you have to have that balance in that when you're actually face to face with that person that you are talking to them. Um, but I was actually thinking about this just the other day when we were talking about the topic and I just yesterday, you know, I invited Kim to join us. Well, mm. Kim and I, Kim is here right now That's as true. a product of technology so because I, I <laughs> yeah, because I contacted Sorry, you on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Not, not by birth, no, no. but in this moment. <laughs> she, yeah. yeah, she was born out of technology. <laughs> no, um, because Kim and I reconnected via Facebook. You know, we went to high school together, we're really good friends and all that. But, yeah. but we reconnected on Facebook a few years ago. And, and so that was like a huge benefit. I have a a few different friendships that are like that that were reconnected or through Facebook. Through Facebook. So, if yeah. that weren't, if Facebook mm-hmm. didn't exist, then Kim probably wouldn't be sitting here right now, you know. But now we use that was like a means for us to reconnect. But we talk to each other, we hang out, you know. Yeah. We don't just like yeah. only you know correspond that way. But for me, I feel like it's a huge help. I'm able to see pictures of my cousins that live far away. Like I can see their kids and and stuff on Facebook. With Kim mentioned, you know, with me moving. That was like a huge thing that because Skype, you know, there's things like Skype and, and Facebook and things like that. It makes it a lot more comfortable for me to move because I know that I can still see my nieces and nephews on the computer. So and you're and so you're basically you're you're basically saying that you think it enhances. I really. think it does. And it, yeah, I do. Okay. I think that's a huge. What about you, Juan? I think it enhances, but I think it all depends on the person. I think one of my biggest pet peeves is when you're having a conversation with somebody and they're just. They're, they're, act, they're trying to act like they're listening to you, but they're really reading something. Yeah. And yeah. they're commenting on somebody's photo. And I think social networking <laughs> has definitely... Um, how many people out on, on your friends list do you really kick it with? You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. Like, there's so many people that add all these acquaintances on their Facebook, and they just kind of are always looking and checking it. But how many of those people do you actually see? You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's something I think about. And um, like I said, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I think another thing is um, video games. That's technology. Yeah, I see students. I see dudes who will not go on trips or not go on events because they made plans to kick it with folks on the game because the game now has internet. Mm-hmm. And I have a testimony. I've been delivered to this pretty much. <laughs> but there's internet connected with Xbox. There's Xbox Live. Same thing with PlayStation. Same thing with everything else. So folks go on there, and it's it's kind of like as if you're talking to somebody on the phone because you have a little headset on while you're playing the game. So I've seen dudes who like. They get pale, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, they don't leave. yeah, they don't leave at all, and that's their. I've heard that of people marrying lives. people that they met though on those games. Have you heard? Yeah. I, I just There's heard people this the met other day. Like, everybody who says they're a girl is a girl. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. 
that's funny. Well, that's where the cute personal... blonde seventy eight like, isn't yeah. really cute blonde seventy eight. She's not no. cute, nor is she a blonde. Nor is she a blonde. No. Nor is she. Yeah, yeah she. It watches NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... That's right. And you see, wait, you heard people get married? I have. I just heard this the other day. What? It wasn't with you. Uh-huh. I know it wasn't you. Not me. All right, number one, I, I want to meet someone that marries somebody like Seriously. off of off of Xbox 360 no, Live. I saw, mm-hmm. Maybe I saw it on TV or I heard it somewhere, but they it was a couple, guy and girl, they met each other on mm. playing a game. Or yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, 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 and now and and now they're 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 looking at moving out of their parents' house. <laughs> yeah. and so exactly, that's pretty much what they're doing they're right now. Looking, I you know me personally, I see it both ways. I'm kind of like Kim. I see it the fact that technology in itself, obviously, we're in this this place recording on a podcast, right. going to use the technology, the internet. So it's not that I'm against technology. I just think that. Um, how you and we're all agreeing is how you use technology yeah. as opposed to the technology itself because anything that's created can be used for evil and anything that's created can be used for good. The question goes the second part of the question that I would say is is that in your own life are you technologically addicted? <laughs> can you go? That's a question. Can yeah. you go one whole day without using your phone? Let me ask phone? you. Are you technologically addicted? I am, addicted? but I can honestly, I am technologically addicted. Because <laughs> I know. I, I am, but I can honestly, if I really push came to shove, I can put my phone away. Yeah. I can put my phone away. I can, you know, I think what's interesting, our phones are so intuitive now. You can talk to your phone. Your phone can talk back to you. Yeah, you can touch true. it this way. And so in some ways, it's become an extension of our of ourselves. Yeah. Literally, it's in your hand, and you're extending your hand to the world. So I think it's... It, it, it can become addicting before you realize it. I was thinking about when you were saying seven hours. I was like, really? That's six hours of work and one hour at home of, of using <laughs> technology. Yeah. yeah. And so like those 30 seconds of like just checking a status or just seeing who posted this or that, that all adds up. All of us came in here the first, as we met, we met, people left the room, came back and out. But I noticed everyone in here checked their phone. Exactly. I right? feel weird because I forgot mine. <laughs> I feel so funny. Feel yeah, like yeah, thinking, where's right? your phone? Where's... It's missing that little spot right, my right. phone. I'm like, this is weird. And um, so I think I think that I I could, but I would definitely yeah. feel a little, a little. you feel a little naked, a little yeah. vulnerable, yeah. just even for safety, right? Like, what if my car breaks down and yes. I don't have my phone? Well, what people did 30 years ago, you walk to a gas station and figure it out, you know? That's beyond us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. They, what, they, you walk? They still call boxes on the freeway. Right. Yeah, you still, right. but pretty I, soon that's going to be distinct. Yeah, I've had to do that before, well, back in the day when I didn't have a cell phone, yeah. but um, recently, I, I don't remember if I broke or lost, because... I alternate between the two, but my phone. Oh yeah, we remember this. The I, dark I years of the blackout yeah, of the Yeah, but I, I was like without a phone for like at least a week, huh? I don't remember, but it was like at least a week, maybe Eternity. two. That it, and at first I was like, oh my gosh, I need a phone. I have to have a phone. And then after a few days, it was actually really nice, you know. Mm-hmm. And I still had my computer, so I could still email people or Facebook, um, or whatever. And there were a few times like you know people were upset because they missed me or whatever. They didn't. You know, they needed to tell me something and didn't get a chance to. But it was actually very freeing. So I feel like maybe a couple months ago, if you asked that question, I'd be like, oh, uh, I can't live without my phone. But I feel like I can. And sometimes, like, I'll just step away from my phone and I won't look at it for a while, you know, for an hour or two or just kind of not. Because okay. I am the kind of person I literally have my phone, like, in my hand. What about you, Juan? Can you, could you go a whole week without having looking at the yeah, phone or I mean, a day? I would feel it, man. Because for me, I think music's a big thing that I love. And every time I, I I go there to look up stuff when I get inspired, I, everything I, all of the songs that crank out, all of my ideas go on my phone or my iPad. So I need, and if I, when me, when inspiration strikes, if I don't capture it at that moment, it's gone. You know, I might forget that thing or I'll change it or it'll just be different. 
So for me, that would, it would hurt me. And honestly, like, there's been times, like, Sunday we had to wear a tie because we did some cool little thing, right? YouTube, how to tie a tie. Yeah, you know, the father the, of this generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. the father, that you know? Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, my dad was never around, so shoot, I never learned. I never had to learn. Yeah. YouTube to the rescue, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's so many cool things, helpful things. That is true. I mean, if a dude has some eggs and a pan and some oil, you're like, dude, how do I put this together? You know, internet, you know, Google, how to cook eggs, you know? Man survives. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. It's really weird, though, if you think about it, that the simplest things that we probably learned as kids, you know, you can go online and tutorial how to iron pants. Yeah. You would think that a, a person would know, but a lot of people learn... Go. Online. Mm-hmm. It's an we online. We were talking about this the other day with Brandy, with Vic's wife. You know, we are talking about girls that are like, oh, how do you do your makeup? You know, like, how do you know how to do your makeup? Can you teach me? And stuff. And I'm like, YouTube it. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Look at, like yeah, there's go. all kinds of tutorials on how to do your eyeshadow. Oh, you yeah, know, exactly. Whatever. And then so I, you see, we, we, are, we are plugged in. Uh, and it's funny that you mentioned that the internet is uh, plugged into the internet because it isn't like an appendage. Because mm-hmm. you ask anyone, there's another question. Do you sleep with your phone? No. No, I don't. No. No. I used to. I yeah. will say that. I used to, but I stopped about two or three years ago. Do you ago. have it in your phone. hand or underneath your bed? My I phone's didn't... my alarm now, so I put it across the room and it annoys me every morning. So it gets up. me up and then I go get it. Okay, that's what I do. I, I, I don't sleep with it. It's tucked away. I used to sleep with it in my bed, like under my yep. pillow. Yep. I don't I don't remember why, but I just did. But no. I don't anymore. I stopped I you that. Do. You just don't want to share. <laughs> no, I don't. I promise. Well, she's looking for a husband, so she's just. Has a picture of a black guy and she just sleeps with it. She just sleeps with it like this. Like, oh. I think she might be teaching it to a Samoan guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, now, now, Samoan guy. Yeah, there you go. That's right. That's how it is. So, well, okay. Well, we got to, we kind of dive in. We're going to be, we're going to just take a quick commercial break and, um, and this is going to be a great time on Vic and D says. We'll be right back in a, a few minutes. Thank you for listening to the Vic and D says podcast. This podcast is produced by Blake Student Productions youth group based in Stockton, California. Now, back to the Vic and D Says podcast with Is Technology Destroying Interpersonal Relationships? All right, we're back with Vic and D Says Missing the D. We'll replace the D with an I for an S right here. Okay, so we're back. Back at it again. And um, Juan, you, you mentioned something that you wanted to speak about, talking about um, with technology. What was yeah. it that you wanted to throw out throw out there? I wanted to throw out that I think people need to be able to balance out what conversations need to be in person versus just texting somebody. Because when you just text people, stuff can be taken so differently and so wrong. For instance, younger folks, do not break up with somebody over a text message. Just really? saying. People do that. People, People do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? What's his name? <laughs> what would you, what'd you tell him? Like, I've been there. Hey, she, I'm doing it right now. Right I'm right now. doing it right now. Twitter. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> you know? But seriously, like, you got to have that conversation in person yeah, or, I don't know, like, setting up meetings or trying to share your heart with somebody. You got, sometimes text. So, you're, so yeah, long. you're saying that sometimes that's where it becomes real and personal is that, you yeah. know, that we, there are certain conversations that we need to have in mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. What would be those conversations? What would be like obviously a breakup, okay? Mm-hmm. But what my question is then: what is what are the what are the things that we do need to have like talk in person, or what's considered important enough that we shouldn't just send a little text message? I think anything that can be misconstrued, okay, yeah. uh, anything that that has emotion behind it, because you don't know if it's sarcasm, you don't know if yeah. someone's yeah. genuine, yeah, you don't know, you don't really know what that means. 
But, you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate. There's certain things I think I'm an extrovert, so I have no problem communicating verbally. Mm -hmm. But I do know people who are introverts, and the Internet has given them a way to cry out for help maybe when they wouldn't have been able to. For example, someone who may feel like they want to harm themselves, Mm -hmm. but they're not a person who's going to say, Inez, I'm going to harm myself right now. I need help. But they're going to, you're going to see in their post, I hate my life. Uh I don't want to live like this anymore. This is really horrible. That gives someone an opportunity to say, you know, I just want to check in on you because I saw on your post. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they may say, yeah, I've been waiting for someone to talk to me about that. So I, so that's a conversation I think yeah. we should have in person, but for an introvert, they may not be able to yet have that's that true. conversation. So they can post it in their room thinking no one's going to pay attention, but they're secretly crying out for help in that. But yeah, breakup, definitely in yeah, I'll person. say it for somebody who knows better. A marriage you know proposal. A marriage yeah. proposal. Wait, who's, wait, somebody has proposed yeah, someone. We know what's on Inez's mind. <laughs> yeah, no. It always goes back to that. Yeah, it always goes back. I'm thinking, what would I not want? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit, hit. Yeah. If a guy proposes to you through text messaging, he's, that's just <laughs> stupid. That's yeah. just stupid, okay? That's a failed that, proposal. Yeah, that, that person shouldn't even be dating. No, your dating cards are revoked. But yeah. I think so, too. But well, Kim, it's a man card. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But, Kim, you were saying, too, that, that um, um, our generation has grown up. And I'm talking what I mean by anybody in the generation. Anybody born – I'm going to give a little label here. Yeah, yeah. Anybody born in the late 70s to probably 75 to, um, I would say – 86. Yeah. And Juan, what year were you born in? 90? Do you really want me to say that? Yeah. 90. Yeah. 90. Okay. All right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. If, if, yeah. If, if 90 meant 80. Okay. Exactly. All right. So, exactly. So, (laughs) so me too. Yeah. Right. All right. So the thing about it is, is that um, Juan is kind of a little bit segregated out of this, but I'm saying anyone that's been born in the late, early eighties, I was born in 80. Um, we all knew what life was like before the internet. Right. My, mm-hmm. For me, chat rooms and the internet didn't come out until like I was a sophomore in high school. Right. So I do remember that the only kind of people that did have cell phones were doctors or drug dealers. And the, uh, yeah, there was pagers. pagers. It was beepers, pagers. Yeah. And so um, that was kind of the different way. But you're saying that this pat this further generation we kind of were a little bit more yeah. mature whereas this generation doesn't know any different i mean i think that our generation we will see the greatest change in technology ever from going from mm-hmm. remember when we were kids summer was flooded with kids in the streets everybody mm-hmm. playing football you know one time i was dating this guy and my brother said hey you want to play football and he goes yeah let's go play some football i thought that's weird they're gonna go play football and then I didn't even know they were talking about, uh, you know, a, a video game. They, I thought they were going to go outside. Yeah, and play football. That's me today. Yeah. So, you know, so it's very different. We're I, My generation, we grew up with people outside playing, having those interpersonal skills, figuring out those problem-solving skills instead of just pulling the plug when you're losing, right? Mm-hmm. If everybody called you a sore loser, no one wanted to play with you anymore. If you took, if you, everybody knew you were the kid that took your ball and went home, people said, no, I don't want to play. Yeah. Now people just unplug, and there's no... Uh, no relationship that has to continue after that. So I think we grew up without technology. We kind of, most of us matured beyond the point where you understand of how to interact with people. Mm -hmm. But if now you've grown up with that, I think that's what I really worry about is having it be so influential in so many young people's lives so early if there's not guidelines on it. Because um, you don't know that you're not supposed to break up via text message because you've grown up with text message versus like, Man, I should give them more respect. Text messages should be for when are we meeting? How long is it going to be? Dates yeah. and details. Mm. Text message, yeah. you know. But um, so I think it depends. It, there will be a generational divide between those who are pre um, appendage internet. Uncles, okay. Yeah. 
uh, where it became an appendage, and those the, and those who've grown up as my one and a half year old knows how to use an iPad. You yeah. know, click here. I want to watch this. I want to do this. And because it's a swoop of the finger, they know how to do it all. And so um, they have the knowledge, but they don't have the maturity that needs to be accompanied with that. So I think it's really in our house. It's a privilege for everybody. It's not a it's not a right. It's a privilege. And so I think it needs to be taken as such. Otherwise, it can be overwhelming what you're exposed to because YouTube can be great. But you know, the other day. Christmas time, I'm Googling images of Holly, and I'm thinking Holly leaves, type in Holly, put oh in Google images, and let me tell you the girls that popped up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, who, who is this? I don't have kids, so I don't know what you're talking about. No, 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 not, not a kid thing, like Holly oh. leaves, you know, like Christmas Holly. Oh, I don't even know uh, that. I'm a guy either. I'm like, what the heck's that? Yeah. Ikea? What? I don't know. What are you talking about? Okay. Yeah. It's like a branch, a holly branch. Right? Okay. So I, I'm looking for just how to draw it. But then you're getting... But I'm getting images of a naked girl popping up. Yeah. So this could have been a very in- innocent project that this kid's doing. And then your husband walks behind you right at that moment and go, what the heck's going on? Yeah, he's like, what's going on? Or he's kind of like, well, you never know. <laughs> so, you know, either way. So it's kind of like, Pastor yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. So, so you can, your kids can run into things that maybe they weren't even trying to get right. to. Yeah. And then true. this, and then this kid goes, well, let me click on this. This is way more interesting than the project I was working on. Yeah. So all of that. And that's hard. Cause you tell, even if the kid tells the parent, I'm looking for images of holly leaves. Oh, okay, honey, go ahead. Use the computer. Right. Unless you're right over their shoulder. You know, yeah, and so there is a maturity factor in that. I think that a couple of uh, uh, things that I read, I read one from our, um, it's my wife's friend, and she she was saying to me, her name was Teresa, and Teresa said that she thinks that technology enhances relationships, kind of like what you said. I can see the enhancing part. I mean, everybody at the end of the day is going to listen to this and think, well, it's how you use technology that's really the thing about it. But it's an interesting discussion because... I do think that we are, I think conversation like this right. is going to be a lost art in the next 20 years. And I think we're going to, I think we're developing younger people that have no way to communicate person to person. Right. I think they don't know how to be a conversationalist. Not everybody's comfortable in that form. Yeah. Like my wife is a, is a total uh, introvert. Uh, until you get her uh, having coffee cake and 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 uh, <laughs> coffee, and she'll start talking about everything, or you talk about makeup. But the thing of it is, is that she is not comfortable, but she has she's mature enough to have a conversation with a stranger. Where you will get students or kids, or even people that are Juan's age or probably a little bit a little bit younger, um, that have no way to do that. They have no way to communicate because they've always lived their life online. Um, Who's your youngest? Who? How old are you? You said you're born ninety. So what? I'm, are you? I'm twenty-two. Twenty-two. So yeah. do you have friends that are nineteen or eighteen years old? I don't have very many. I have a few. Actually, I do have a few. Okay. Do you? Do you? Okay. Let me ask you this question. Do mm-hmm. you find people that are early twenties, late teens, are they posting their fate, their drama all over Facebook? Uh, <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, I if I want to know how they're doing, I just go look at their their last five posts. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I could tell, I could say when their last relationship was, yeah. what they thought about it, where they're, I mean, just everything. So what yeah, you can see is. the, you can see the remote, yeah. the roller coaster of emotions of their lives. There's some things that you just, there's people in your life that you trust. You go talk with them about it. They give you wise counsel. Let that be that. You're not supposed to spill everything, all of your beans on that. That way everybody and their mama could critique you because your life's like a fishbowl when you post stuff on there. You're just asking for people to be like, really? Like, yeah. 
whoa when you post a picture with someone so like oh even if it's just like a friend and you don't like you put like a little smiley face caption like oh we had a good time at this concert and it's just with like a rant like if i post a picture with like some girl my buddies and my people are gonna be like hey who's that is that somebody you're talking to yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i'm just asking for that unless i worded underneath like oh this is my friend only friend even if you do i posted a picture of me and my cousin in vegas and i put i love my cousin was the caption yeah, yeah. and i was getting text messages like who's the guy on your Facebook? yeah exactly <laughs> Did you not read the caption <laughs> so maybe so maybe it's not about technologies maybe just people are stupid and they just yeah. don't read okay maybe it's illiteracy is the issue i guess i don't know do you guys feel that that it that the why do you or let me ask you this question do you feel that this generation i'm talking anybody born um, 90 younger uh there's a book that, that we that i've read and it's by timothy elmore called generation iy which is talking about people that are born the mid 90s uh, current where there, there's this generation is called generation y anybody born after 82 till now or to 2002 is considered generation y or millennial or the millennial generation but he's saying within that there's this thing called generation iy which they're even different than everybody else and those are the Probably those are the people, those are the kids that you're talking about. They're so comfortable with technology. Right. It's an appendage. People, um, adolescents last longer. I think that's because there's not enough war. You know, there wasn't a war in our generation like Vietnam or World War II or Korea or some sort of social event to bind us together. Uh, do you, why, do you, why do you guys think that this generation posts everything that comes in their mind? Like everything, that, oh, like, I'm mad at my dad or... Yeah. Or like even us or friends or people like, oh, I got divorced today or I'm doing this. And you, I mean, don't you think that can be the evil of technology? Don't you think that's kind of the, the dark side of it is that people post whatever just flies through their mind? I want to go back to this just real quick. Were you saying that there hasn't been a war or there hasn't been a draft? I would say that there hasn't. I, the reason why I think adolescence, technology is a good approach. I think the reason why adolescence is prolonged in our society is there hasn't been a major social event to okay. mature people. You know, you look at look at from our whole society, society is okay. you look because you, one person is serving in the military. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not talking like there has been war, the you know Iraqi War, 9/11. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking like if you look, and, yeah, if you if you look at the like everybody's pushed okay. or some sort of social movement. I mean, you look so at the right. yeah, so you look at the 40s, you look at the 50s, look at the 60s, even the 70s still had effects of Vietnam. Um, at the 80s, even even the Iraqi war in the 90s was still something. But I'm talking drastic, where the okay. whole country was engulfed in. 9-11 could be that considerable case, but, I mean, you don't see that. And that, that caught, you can't tell me that, uh, look at somebody that was born in 1947. By the time they were 18, 19 years old, they were married and they probably had a kid. Their lifespan was a lot shorter, too. Yeah. So, I, think, I mean, I think there's a lot of things that we, we intentionally prolong adolescence. We know that the... Um, frontal cortex of someone's brain, the, the real critical thinking, I'm going to jump off a cliff and I'll probably mm -hmm. die stuff, doesn't mature into, until 25 for guys. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you got a couple. There you go, Juan. You're almost on your way. <laughs> so you're looking at this guy like, why would he ever think that's a good idea? It really has not gone through his brain that yeah. that's not a for good idea. For views on YouTube. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For his buddies to give him right. pounds exactly. and take him out to in and out. Yeah. yeah. looking at you like, why are you such an idiot? Because he's 22. No and I'm like, that dude's red. <laughs> right? Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. So I think that there's, I mean, I think that there's a couple of reasons adolescence is prolonged. But I also think that it's... Um, a sense of maturity and responsibility. I think people don't have a filter. Um, either they're posting everything or they're only posting. I, my favorite is when they go, this is a really bad picture of me that they posted. 
Now, I don't know anyone <laughs> that has ever posted a picture of themselves that they really thought is bad. Maybe you didn't edit it. Maybe you didn't yeah. Photoshop it. Maybe you weren't looking your best. But if it's on your page, if mm-hmm. it is on your account, you thought about, you it. Thought about it. And you don't say you, you didn't. You thought it was a good thing. And you, <laughs> you thought it was at least okay. Yeah. But to put the caption that you thought it wasn't good is so disingenuous. And so my, I, I don't like when people do that. I don't like when people post everything. And I don't like when they only post the glossy brochure picture of their life yeah mm-hmm. for example you and your you, you and your partner are fighting and yelling and going at it day and night day and night but then you always want to post oh we oh we're going to the movies tonight yeah. oh everything's so and you're like she was screaming and cussing it out just yesterday on the front porch I didn't yeah know that was I saw it. <laughs> it was on youtube i yeah. saw it so, so i think that People can go to an extreme either way. They're yeah. either they're manicuring their lawn, it's which like is their, their makeup. Face. It's like fantasy almost, right? Like yeah. What they want yeah. their life right. to look like. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean that to No, no. no. But, but I've even because um, I was like actually in a training, a business training session recently, and they were saying how you know you need to project your life so that other people want your life. So it's almost like, like basically like, mm-hmm. hey, talk about when you're going to dinner here. You went to LA and you went to, you know, all this stuff. And I think that people are creating in a lot of ways. They create this, not fictitious, but not completely truthful either. It's like yeah. only the right. good, only the, you know, Well, is that, is, that a, is that a good thing though? Is that a good thing that they're trying to create this fictitious life? I mean, I think it depends on what you're using the media for. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're using it for job hunting skills, right? You're for using business. it for business purposes. Yeah, I don't want to know about your personal life really, right. unless it is. Hey, look, I went to this business. You know, and some people do. They have their their personal Facebook accounts, mm-hmm. and then they have their business yeah. Facebook yeah. accounts. Okay. And I think that that is appropriate because what I want to share maybe with my close group of friends is different than what I want to share with my yeah. work friends, yeah. your right. business acquaintances. And I think that's the problem is younger people don't have that filter yet to say, this is this relationship with this person. Or to post, you know, I don't need to know how many times you and your husband are intimate. Please, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I've seen, okay, I'm good. We've, yeah. you know, moved beyond that. And so um, I think I think it depends on what you're using it for. If you're using it to keep in contact and you want to put your, you know, naked kids up there, you know, oh, we're trying potty training or whatever, <laughs> you don't want that posted to everybody. That's, that's really weird. I have and people do it. Really, have you? Yeah. Is there a van in their parking lot right there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do they live across the street from elementary right. school? Right. <laughs> right, free candy written across the street. Exactly. They have those big frame stalker glasses. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing is you just got to be careful what you're using it for, how you're putting yourself out there. And then recognize you are open to all critique. Yeah. If you put it out there, I think it, and oh, you're yeah. upset when people critique critique yeah. you on it. I don't understand. That doesn't, that doesn't make, make any sense. sense. No, I totally agree. And that's and that's and that's a good thing because at the same time, I mean, even this, I mean, you put yourself out there. You have to handle criticism, mm-hmm. and that's in anything that we do. But I think with technology, at the end of the day, it's it's at the end of the day, we always know the answer. It's how you use the technology mm-hmm. in there. I mean, because it can be a very enhancing thing. It, I you know the sky. I never even really thought about the Skype and the friends and everything, um, and bringing people, relatives back, and mm-hmm. building relationships. But at the same time. I think I think some it, it, you have to you have to check yourself. Would you guys agree that you kind of have to check yourself, like monitor your own self, saying, "Hey, maybe I need to unplug and actually build a genuine relationship with a human being, yeah. as opposed to like always be wired in and dialed in all the time." I mean, do you think that don't don't you think there's certain times in our lives that we do kind of just need to say, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to genuinely branch out and have a, a real conversation yeah. with someone." I mean, I don't. I guess so. I don't know that I'm. I, I, there are times that I am purposeful about, like, I'm not going to look at my phone for the next hour or whatever. Um, but I think that 
the majority of us have in that we have human interaction you know uh -huh. like you go to work you go to church or wherever you go you know i go to my family's house or yours or brandy's house like yeah. every night you know one of the two um so it's like i constantly i do have human interaction quite a bit so i would say my answer to that would probably be no i don't, okay i don't really say like okay i'm only gonna talk to people now you know like a lot of times it's just like just to turn my brain off and not think about whether it's work or whatever other things or just like i just want to break from my phone i'm gonna actually disagree with you on that okay yeah fight fight <laughs> fight because i think that some, sometimes especially because our jobs are becoming so computer oriented so technology yeah. Tech, I can't say that word, you know. Technology. 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 Yeah. Technology yeah. When it's oriented that way, um, you can find yourself working all day on the computer and realize maybe you've gone six, seven, eight hours without talking to a human with genuine interaction. Yeah, you may go to, I, I myself go to Panera and I, yeah. you know, I may order from the clerk. I may yeah. um, say hi to a person sitting next yeah. to me or whatever, but I'm not having real interaction with that person, genuine relationship with them and so i think that we can find ourselves being isolated we can fool ourselves into thinking that um you know putting a thumbs up on someone's status is a real relationship it's yeah. not yeah it's yeah. not serious because you feel like oh i was in, you can be in contact with 700 people in a day but really how many of those people did you have a genuine interaction with and so unless you're unless you are taking that time to go you know to somebody yeah. else's house to spend some time with your family you can find yourself where you've been in a desert where you haven't really interacted with somebody. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I just think for me personally, like, I either eat lunch, eat dinner around the table. Yeah, well, you have you have those relationships. You right. guys, like, I mean, right. every yeah. night I have, every day I have interaction where I'm just sitting around talking with people. I but you're also, a, you're also an extroverted person who seeks out those relationships. Yeah. And you're in a town where you have relationships that are already built. So what she's saying is you better get get to know a, a dolphin. What about you, Juan? I mean, do you do you think that you have to go ahead and unplug sometimes? There's or do you... a time to just not just put it on silent, put it away, let it sit over there. That way, I can just kick it with the fellas and the and the, and the crew and just really just have that. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. Was, but I think um, piggyback off what you guys said a little earlier, like. I think people, there's such a longing for attention, a longing yeah. for approval, mm -hmm. and that's why people post some of those. That's why, and some women, not trying to be harsh or anything at all, but sometimes they'll post pictures and be like, this is me with no makeup, or this is me, this is not a good picture of me, and they want to see what kind of response they'll get. Hopefully, that'll help encourage them in some way by having some person, maybe some guy, say, hey, you know what, you look really beautiful. Actually, that's no when I take form. it upon myself and say, actually, you're right, you should have never posted that. That was a whole <laughs> picture. Yeah, and the next day they killed themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But there is that, and that's why people post the things they do right. and they yeah. long for yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're looking for that acceptance. Yeah, they don't yeah. have a father in the home. The, the father was never there, fatherless generation, that's us. Myself included. and that's a, that's a, yeah and that's a that's a whole other podcast yeah. the father fraction of that that's a yeah. that's yeah. definitely a, a doing that and that's something we'll probably be covering in the next couple of weeks but okay well this has been fun this has been great I want to say thanks Juan and Inez Thank as you. well as Kim Thank is you. it Pastor Kim is that your official title. <laughs> Reverend. Is Reverend. Reverend is, yes. I'm not talking about what your husband calls you. <laughs> yeah, the boss. Oh, the boss? Yeah, that's another podcast, too. Okay, so, but thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, Vic and D says this has been a great time, and uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. So we just want to say thanks, guys, so thank much. Thank you.